That's how it all gets started here at the Rusted Nail Speakeasy. Just one drink. Welcome to Cross the Line 1524. We're recording with a live audience as usual. Sit back, relax, and join Dwayne Bischoff, Jeff Montag, Ruben Hunt, and myself, Alan Stanger, for the Common Man's Podcast. Cross the Line 1524. So this is an early, early morning podcast. Ruben and I get up at 5 a.m. in the morning to interview the folks that created the Umbrella Sky Project that you may have visited out in Batesville, Indiana. The creators of it are actually from Portugal. So they're five hours ahead of us. So it's 10 a.m. for them, 5 a.m. for us. And this is how it goes. Hello. Hello, how are you? <laughs> I'm good, and you? Well, it's five, o'clock, it's 5 o'clock in the morning, so we're, we're just getting going here. Oh, my God, with uh, lots of coffee. Lots then. of coffee, yes, yes. <laughs> so I'm it's Alan. It's early. Yes, it is. So I'm Alan, and I'm here with... Uh, Ruben Hunt. Ruben Hunt. So we're part of the Cross the Line 1524 podcast. Uh, so Ruben actually works in Batesville, Indiana, where uh, the Umbrella Sky Project is right now. So we want, wow. yeah. So we wanted to just talk to you a little bit about uh, t- about yourselves, your backgrounds, you know, how the Umbrella Sky Project got started, and all that good kind of stuff. Okay. Um, so it started in 2011 here in uh, our hometown. It's a small city in Portugal called Agueda. Um, so we are, we were doing a lot of uh, actions for the to stimulate the the local commerce, uh, and uh, the umbrellas came up for one of these events. Uh, so as you as you know it uh, the image went viral and uh, it spread it all uh, all around the world and so we started doing these projects uh, worldwide since then nice nice so how many different countries besides the united states has it been in uh we work uh, mostly in france uh, most of our projects, I would say like 90% of our projects are all around France. But we have been in uh, Japan, in the uh, US, in Spain, in Belgium, Norway. And uh, there are also a lot of uh, people doing the, the a copy of, of the project worldwide. Nice, nice. So... What do you hope that people appreciate the most from the project when they see it? Uh, we think the you know the the vibrant colors. Uh, we think they change the the mindset of of people and uh, make them smile, and uh, that's what uh, we look for to attract people to to the places and to make them smile when they go through the the streets. Nice, nice. So what's been the biggest challenge for for you all um, in offering it to other countries? And I guess one of the um, questions is, all the uh, do you guys supply all the umbrellas? Is that, is that how all that works? Everybody's asked me that question. Where do the umbrellas come from? <laughs> yes, they, they come from here, from Portugal. Uh, and uh, we we supply them for for the projects. Uh, normally, we send a small team to help uh, a local team build the projects, but uh, due to the COVID nineteen restrictions, for example, for the US, we haven't been able to travel. We were we, um, we were to go to Batesville, but we we couldn't travel. We couldn't get the visas, so uh, we helped a 
local team build the project themselves. We shipped everything, and uh, yeah, that's how it goes. Nice. We have like a pre-assembled pre-assembled kit that it's easy to to build, and uh, we help uh, uh, all through the process. Nice, nice. Yes, COVID nineteen has put restrictions on just about everything, so it, it, it makes it a little yeah. uh, tougher to get things done. Yes, yes. So Ruben, who's here with me, he actually did. You help set it up? Yeah, I helped set the one up in Batesville. Um, I, I'm a GM of a local business there that was highly supporting the project, and uh, myself, along with my crew members and equipment, helped put the one up in Batesville. Um, I'm in. I'm as impressed by it mainly because of the reaction you get from it, and I think when you, in the terms of stimulating economy in the area, I think it does. Uh, it's brought people together and now having a farmer's market under under it. They moved it underneath the area. Uh, now there's been weddings hosted underneath the, there along with mm-hmm. other parties. Uh, and some of the wedding pictures that are coming out are going extremely viral. Um, and what we're seeing now, I mean, now if we're south of Indianapolis, approximately an hour uh, southeast uh, of Indianapolis, and we have – had every station, TV station, come down here and record at one point or not only during the grand opening, but um, Andrea Gilman, which is one of the uh, main sponsors of the art councils here in Batesville, uh, they put a lot of work into that, and uh, I think it's uh, it's very eye catching. I, I and honestly, I told Alan before we started this, I really don't know the whole root of this other than just bringing joy to people. Uh, it, and is that true? I mean, that is the main cause to bring joy and I and awareness to a city to to boost the economy, right? Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Was, yeah. Exactly. That uh, that in our city, uh, it's a very small city, and uh, they are doing the project every year now because it attracts tourists from worldwide. And here uh, is is a case study because we didn't have any tourism. We didn't have a, a lot of business in the city. And uh, this project uh, during the years is attracting every year more and more people. So it has also a, a very good effect on the economy. And it's one of the main uh, uh, concerns of the project. So what other U.S. cities is it planned for in upcoming years? Uh, so we have uh, had a lot of requests from the U.S., but uh, we 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 don't have any any new project booked yet okay. due to the constraints. Right. Uh, we have been in Miami, in Florida was our first project. The first project we did was in uh, in Miami, and uh, yeah, it was uh, a big big boom. They they also started doing uh, different art projects every year in the in the city, because they they um, with this project uh, they saw that uh, art could uh, bring the attention to people and uh, you know people taking pictures and sharing on the social media uh, was also very good for the local business and they started doing every year a different project. Nice, nice. So. Do you have other projects besides the Umbrella Sky project that you are working on? Yes, yes. We we have a lot of uh, colorful projects, uh, all very based on, on color. Uh, we have the, the Bubble Sky. We have the Color Rain. Uh, we have... Um, we, we also have a, a golden project that was awarded this year with an international design prize. It's a project that we did in uh, in Bahrain uh, for for Christmas, and it's like a gold tunnel. Yeah, you have to check our website to see. We have a lot of uh, cool pictures. Cool. Yeah, we will definitely do that, and then we'll share the link to your website to all of our listeners so they can take a look as well. So, Ruben, you have anything else for? Them? I don't really uh, don't think so. Other than uh, it's been a pleasure watching people enjoy what we did and assisted with. I I myself wasn't involved too much in it, but uh, just uh, along what little we did and watch seeing it grow in a very small town, uh, I think it's awesome what you did. I would love to see the little hometown where I live in uh, do something of that sort too. So uh, thanks for the project. I think the Batesville Arts Council and the Batesville community, actually a lot of communities around the areas, appreciate what what's there, and I I think it's made a 
a positive impact to many people and they really enjoy it and they got some time to go until october so yeah that's awesome so what we failed to do is have you introduce yourself to our listeners so would you, would you guys introduce yourself so that everybody knows who we've been talking to uh, my name is Patricia Cunha and I work for Impact Plan Art Productions and uh, we do a lot of art projects worldwide, all colorful and uh, to bring joy to people and cities. That is awesome. That is great. That's what it's all about. It so. is. That's, that, you know, uh, we once again want to thank you for uh, you know being part of our podcast and we're going to spread the word as much as we can. So. So, <laughs> thank you. I hope you understand what I was saying. You know, my accent is not very good. <laughs> well, see, we're we're the other way. We're a bunch of hillbillies from Indiana, <laughs> so it, it all works out. No, we understood you very <laughs> well. No problems. All right. Well, thank you very much, Patricia. Thank you. Thank you. Bye bye. Bye bye. Have a good night. Bye bye. Well, you know, that's just too short for a podcast. So after we got back from our Bardstown trip a few weeks ago, we sat down. Actually, we sat down to do what we thought originally was going to be our interview with the folks from Portugal. Uh, I think the time differential got us all differentiated. That's not a word I know, but uh, listening to myself, Dwayne Bischoff. And Jeff Montag, Ruben wasn't able to be here, but we, we hit the speakeasy and, uh, as usual, shot the breeze. Enjoy. You're listening to Cross the Line 1524, the common man's podcast. Well, I came here with just one drink, and that's all I got now, don't you think? That's right, that's how it all gets started here at the Rusted Nail Speakeasy. Just one drink. Welcome to Cross the Line 1524. We're recording with a live audience as usual. Sit back, relax, and join Dwayne Bischoff, Jeff Montag, Ruben Hunt, and myself, Alan Stanger, for the Common Man's Podcast. Cross the Line 1524. Somebody please. How's everybody doing? All doing good. Doing really well. We're doing real well because we've been... Like, table 12 is really doing yeah, well, I think. <laughs> well, they're one short, kind of like we are. And we're so one short. Are, yeah. are they really table nine? Well, well, true. Number nine. And we're across the line... We're still across the line 1524. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm Alan Stanger with... Dwayne Bischoff. Jeff Montag. We're missing guys. We're missing. Missing Reuben Hunt. Little Ruby. He couldn't be here. Where's Jeremy at? <laughs> <laughs> oh. Jim J Bo. We need J Bo. We're here at the Rusted Nail. Speakeasy, a little speakeasy outside of Brookville, Indiana, where we record the Cross the Line 1524 podcast. We're we're a little late tonight. We originally had scheduled <laughs> to uh interview the folks from the umbrella sky project so batesville indiana anybody there we actually went there a couple nights ago to the umbrella sky uh, it's put on by a company in portugal so which is how many hours it's five hours ahead of us <laughs> so we record our podcast at 7 p.m so that means they were supposed to call us at midnight they Third didn't time. so I'm, we're all thinking they were having cocktails like we were and didn't quite work out they started at seven over there to get ready yeah. for us and yeah so, they didn't quite make it so hopefully we'd hook up with those guys eventually um but if you get a chance it's out in uh batesville indiana it's pretty cool get your picture taken under the umbrellas it is a neat exhibit i, I mean i heard heard somewhere that it was coming for they're bringing it back for three years or something i i don't know all the details quite honestly i know it's been to other places and it's going to other cities in america so i i I don't know everything on it at all 
I mean, I did some reading on it, and it was really neat how it originated, and I guess we'll find out later if we talk to them, but I mean, it originated for their market in Portugal that I guess people weren't coming out to shop because it was too hot. They came up with this idea, shadowed this whole street with umbrellas, and kind of took off from there. So, so we stopped there on th- Wednesday, Wednesday night? So Wednesday. It looks like they did a, do like a farmer's market or something underneath of it. Yeah, on Wednesday, and then I think they said on Wednesdays Saturday. and Saturdays. They're having a choir. The Batesville High School choir is going to be there next Wednesday, I think. Again, cool. So they've got. I think they do other uh, entertainment things. Their bands and music and stuff, different times. So. Yeah, I think when they originated in Portugal, again, uh, the the old European city streets are quite narrow, and uh, the buildings aren't far apart, so they would just string them completely across the street. And I'm sure it did get quite hot in. Uh, in those cities with all that masonry with the sun beating down on it so that was part of that was to make it tolerable for people to to stroll the streets and visit the shops so i need to step back something you just said you said masonry so i gotta tell you i'm in the construction field i can't name on all my fingers and toes how many actual people that work in the masonry field mispronounce it and say it's masonry oh so, You're saying I got it right? You got it right. Even, even in my right. That's one stupid. of my pet peeves. I've been in meetings to sign contracts, and they're like, yeah, we're here to do the masonry. I'm like, well, not for me. You're not if you can't even pronounce what you're going to do. <laughs> so we just came back from Bardstown, Kentucky. Yeah. Had a good old time down there. In fact, you know, our previous couple podcasts has been about that trip. It was a blast. Yes. So we've got some... Um, food that the bow brothers sent back with us we're going to try the bow brothers from two shots on a barrel we got some tortuga kentucky bourbon butter cake so we haven't tried this before we just sampled it so it looks good so let's try it out you know we eat try and drink. it out right now alan's throwing his on the floor threw my first piece on the floor it'll be back there in the morning when i'm editing mm, that's some, that's good wow that's some good stuff how many tens of them did they send to us just two. <laughs> Just oh, two. Oh, my gosh. So, Bo Brothers, thank you. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yes, very good. So, yeah, we had a really good time down there and talking with uh, Jimbo and J-Bo. And the dance. And, and the, the dance. It's a, it was a, it was a um, experience, I guess we'll say. Great trip. Yeah. yeah not. I mean, I didn't have... I had expectations of what it was going to be, and I thought it was going to be good, but it just blew that all away. I mean, I don't know how how else to say it. Yeah, you know, and we were part of the reason we were down there is we got invited to do uh, barrel picks with uh, Batesville Liquor Co. and Tebby Liquor, the gardeners. Yep. So we'd like to give them a big shout out. Absolutely. And I'll tell you what, I learned a lot. I mean, I, I'm kind of i don't know who said it is uh either i either when they drink bourbon they either like it or i don't like it never tasted the you know the the barrel or the vanilla or you know never got out the oakiness i never i never really paid attention to that but after our first um barrel pick with stephen fonte yeah, and limestone and yeah limestone yeah. when he was telling us how he did it and he, i think he realized he had some rookies in the in the room so he went over things differently than i guess most other tasters do because as the the weekend went on no one else did anything near the way he did it and told you how to do it right um but how you clear your smell smell your elbow clears your scent smell out each side of your nose to get different scents from the bourbon which was really interesting because i thought nah that's a bunch of crap that's never going to work right it, it worked but yeah wow what a difference awesome. so so it's changed the way i drink my bourbon quite honestly if you guys notice what's missing from a glass there ain't no mixer in there. No mixer. Um, you know, after tasting some very fine bourbons down there, um, just on the rocks, you know, I've really acquired the taste for good. Now, if this was bad bourbon, it wouldn't be like this. Yeah, right. Um, <laughs> this is some Yellowstone stone here. So, Yellowstone. Uh, it's just nice to sip and taste all the, at you know, all the different flavors and smell all different flavors. Um, it uh, was an enlightening trip for me, quite honestly. And we had some very good bourbons. I mean, Absolutely. the one from Dance, the um, yep. Monk's Road. Monk's, Monk's Road. Road. That was, and for a, 
for a high ride for a high ride because it wasn't like 75 25 or something like that pretty close that was not what i would call a rye because i really don't like rye but yeah, that was just smooth, smooth i'll tell good. you how good that was the empty bottle was on the back wall yeah and, and they didn't get mixed with anything <laughs> we didn't mix any with anything yeah so, so that was good so. that that was uh, so i kind of ran a, a, um i was trying to think um we visited so many distilleries that by the time we did my brain was in such a fog that i've lost track well, mine was in fog till about Wednesday. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was upset when we left. Jeff and I, we were in the car with Jeff and Robin, so we we had that direction. I was going to go get a bottle at Monk's to bring home. There was somebody in there. But and, they weren't open yet. But they weren't open yet. And she's like, I said, well, can I just leave money? She's like, no, I don't know how to ring it up. I'm like, ah. You know, so I guess we'll have to make another trip. Yeah, so. <laughs> oh, we'll definitely make another trip down there to yeah. Dance Crossing. It was a good time good time so you know we're getting ready to pack up again uh, <laughs> probably by the time this comes out we'll have already been there and back but we're, yeah we are headed to the florida keys so can't wait well we on about seven days now uh, eight days are you packed yet well i don't need to pack much <laughs> oh we should be unpacked easy by now. yeah if you're listening now we're unpacked yeah. and i'm probably hopefully don't have you know sunburn <clears throat> and we've caught some fish yeah, we had some good fresh fish. Listen yeah. to some good music down there and relaxed and had a good time. So uh, we're headed to a Fish Monster Charter to do our deep sea fishing. Looking forward to that. So and then we're the going, ladies are they're going on their they've own got boat. their table twelve has their own boat. So yeah. they sound like they're rip raring to go. I think so. <laughs> I think so. And I've heard they're going to be playing cards. I think. The entire table twelve tables are headed down there as well. Is that right? <laughs> that's that's what I'm They're thinking. shipping them down. Shipping them down tomorrow. Mary didn't tell you Monday the movers are coming to pick them up. <laughs> uh, I think it'd be cheaper to buy some down there. <laughs> so what else you guys been up to this week besides recovering? Just busy. It's it's nothing's changed. It's just keeping going. Yeah, recovering, catching up at work. Uh, you know. It's always the case right. coming back and kind of catch up and try not to overstress from coming back from vacation. But yeah, uh, so the state fair started up this week. So I've actually uh, got some jerky up there. They're doing um, uh, maple products, and they gave uh, Indiana Maple Syrup Association gave me a shout, and uh, they they uh, do the uh, sugar shack at the state fair. So got jerky up there and. After this is all said and done, in, a, in a, probably in a month or so, I'm going to have the president of the Indiana Maple Syrup Association come here, cool. come here on a podcast. So that's cool. Uh, he's got about three thousand taps, just a wee bit more than I've got, and uh, he's he's also got a maple cream soda. I did the jerkies. He does cream soda. Mm. So he just started that this year. I've got four bottles upstairs, but I'm, I was going to wait till everybody was here. Yeah, uh, to try that out. So sounds good. Be sounds interesting good. to see what that's like. And the state fair is always good. You get up there. Oh, you get up there. There's rides. And hopefully, I'm thinking here it's going to be over the time this podcast comes out. Probably. And our uh, the uh, Indiana uh, Beekeepers Association, uh, Beekeepers of Indiana Association, yep. they uh, they will be in the ag building selling honey and, and that kind products. of stuff. And uh, Robin and I volunteered to, with for our club to go up there and, and be up there on a Saturday. But uh, unfortunately, we're going to be in Key West. <laughs> so we won't be able to do that this week. But I saved a phone call to you because I got the phone call. Hey, it's the last call for volunteers. Last and I went, ma'am, sorry. And we talked for a minute. And I said, oh, and don't bother to call Jeff or Robin because they're going yeah, with me. Well, oh, what do you mean? <laughs> we already told John. We already told yeah, John. Yeah, so it was kind of the same thing. They were looking volunteers for the Maple Sugar, right. sugar Shack. And I've always wanted to get more involved, but I mean, I told uh, the president, I said, I just got, my wife and I are slammed right now. So right. Maybe a couple of years from now, but not at the moment. That's like you asked what we had going this week. Heck, we're recovering, and then you got to, re- we're already planning for the next trip. So not really time to recover and get ready because you got to start planning to be able to go on another week. Yeah. So. Yeah, again, so you come back, can we come back and try to catch up and at the same time get ahead because because I know I'm going to be gone for a week. Yeah. So So you, you heard a couple of our interviews. One was with the Bow Brothers. The other was with uh, Wally and Charles Dant. And then the family that stayed in the Dant 
Yeah, they lived there. Lived there. Grew up there. Yeah. Grew up there. Uh, yeah. And they were there when Shinley had bought the Dant name and were actually closing the plant. Yeah, 1972. They lived yeah. there in the 60s, 60s until 1972. 70s, yeah. So when we were on our way back home, we stopped at Limestone Branch Distillery. They had their new bourbon out, and Steve Bourbon, uh, Steve Beam. Uh, actually said, hey, that used to be, you know, the Beams built that house, actually. So right, the dancing right. Beams are all related there. So that was pretty JW. cool. Yep. So good stuff there. Good stuff. So what are you drinking, Alan? I'm drinking Yellowstone. Dwayne? I'm um, Evan and Coke. I'm my mixer. I'm sorry. So while we were on our trip, we went to uh, Wilderness Trail because uh, they had discontinued my harvest rum, but they had... Uh, they were selling it out of the gift shop yet uh, the last of it so kind of loaded up on that for the trip back <laughs> and they were smart they bottled it in a little bottle in the little bottles right but so between us we got two cases of it <laughs> yeah. i don't know how smart because they're selling it by the case so so i'm i'm drinking my harvest rum uh with a little diet cola and um i caught my uh my harvest rum that ain't freaking 90 proof you claim i i think there's something that you know that sorghum must just affect you different that's something. what it is it's uh it's like a friend of mine drinks jagermeister he's just a different person well you can drink vix formally 44d and it's the same yeah, it's stuff. about the same for jagermeister yeah <laughs> that's the way i look at it at least it's an acquired taste so it seems like we were going to talk about something else and i just can't remember what it was it's one of those nights we're just chilled, relaxed, missing Ruben. He's not here. It throws us all out throws of kilter. Throws us all out of kilter. We ain't got nobody to pick on. His microphone hasn't fallen down. Benjamin hasn't turned on the cat ball. Yeah. Actually, when I was down here earlier by myself, it came on. Did it? It's a little funky. I was here listening to the Mixing Down a podcast, and all of a sudden the lights start going on. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> That's a little chill. Some, well, I thought maybe Benjamin was going to help me a little bit. Uh. Mix the podcast down. So what do you guys, you know, it's amazing. It's August already. Oh, well, for me, the, I always tell St. Liam Fireman's Festival is coming up. and That's, that's already happened, by the way, when these people yeah, hear this. this comes up. But anyway, the 1st of August is my birthday in the Fireman's Festival, and that's always a signal to me that summer's over. Because once that gets here, the rest of the year is gone. I mean, it'll be October before you blink an eye now. So now I'm already thinking I've got animals, so it's it's preparing for winter, get barns clean, get this ready, got to get this situated, get all this stuff done. And it's like, oh, my gosh, just time just flies too fast. You know, when you're yeah. young, too, they, the, the the old people like us, you know, now <laughs> used to say, yeah, you know, time will start going faster as you get older. And you're like, when you're young, you're like, ah, yeah. crap, you know, whatever, right, whatever. Right. Now it's like, oh, my God, you know. I saw the other day uh, the stupid stuff. The uh, memory on my phone was Skyline Chili is five. St. Leon Skyline is five years old already. I think it was. <laughs> it's like, oh my God. Yeah. Where the heck did five years go? I mean, it seems like it was yesterday that place opened. Well, it's, it's amazing because I get memories coming up five, six years ago when I used to, on Christmas, I used to, boys and I used to go down to the Smoky Mountains every year between Christmas and New Year's. And all that stuff's popping up and. You know, I'm looking at, and Josh is married now, and you know they're all big, and I'm, you know, I'm littler now. Yeah, <laughs> I'm littler. They're bigger. I don't know how that happened. <laughs> so it's amazing how fast life goes. Yeah, we got to figure out a way to slow it down. So should we talk serious stuff for a minute? Uh oh. Uh oh. Alan's thinking. I am thinking. I've I've got some food in me, and I'm thinking, <sighs> thinking about COVID at the moment. Oh, great. So. This Delta variant is evidently moving fast. Sounds so, like it. So 85% of the, I saw this morning, 85% of the new cases in Indiana are, are the Delta variant. But see, on a good note, I read an article that in Europe they, were, they had it long before we did, and it was spreading the same way, but it's already peaked and going away, what I read. So, and that's because that's what it said. Is that what's going to happen in the States? So yeah, is this just a? I mean, this is here forever. This is never going to be gone. So it's just a matter of dealing with it, understanding it, and you know, I guess mitigating as best you can. But 
I mean, it's a virus. It's like the flu. It's never going to go away. So we just have to figure out how to deal with it properly. Yeah, it's it is a it's a tricky subject. So I mean, I have different views on some things. Vaccination is one of them. I think you should, people should be get vaccinated. Doesn't hurt anything. I don't. I haven't heard of any. I'm sure somebody died from a vaccine someplace, but people die from flu vaccine too. So it's a known fact that if if you get the vaccine, it helps mitigate catching the virus. Period. That's a known fact. No matter what vaccine you get, um, that's just my personal opinion. We're bad. This county right here, this is what does not make sense, or maybe it does make sense. So this was the hardest hit county when COVID first came. People died quickly. In the state of Indiana, this is the county that has the least amount of people vaccinated, which well by percentage. Yeah, percentage wise. Not number-wise, percentage-wise. I mean, it's very low. It's like 30%, which, you know, it, I'm sorry. You're not going to grow a third head or a second head if you get a vaccine. I mean, it's well, Okay, just, I'm gonna be the, I'll be the naysayer. I, I, I don't have it yet. I haven't got it yet, but I've had COVID. Stop. How do you know you had COVID? Well, I haven't went and got tested, but I had yeah. all the so symptoms if you, of it. But you don't know. You, if you if you've been tested for the antibodies and you've got them, I don't disagree. It's those people out there that I, I would say you probably had COVID as well, but you don't know for sure. I would, and then that's one thing I've been I've debated on going and getting the antibody test, um, and I haven't yet. But yeah, I, I, I do, know of a couple people that have had serious medical issues after they got the shot. That they had no issues before. I, I would put that up against what I went through any day any day i know people that aren't well on he's this got earth. serious yeah. heart issues now that he never had before that i know people that aren't here right oh, i understand and, and i so, the, so i mean i if i if i, I mean, didn't think i had it at all i would probably feel differently yeah than the way i feel now yeah because I the just, studies show that i have the same immunity i don't disagree less likely if, if you know for sure i mean <clears throat> odds are you had it but you don't know for sure no i can't guarantee it just like i'd have bet all my money in the bank that mary had it when i had it but but again did she get it but just not as severe if she had the antibodies she wouldn't have got it a second time well no because i mean there's been people that have had it twice who there was a gentleman i just saw him he was interviewing him. i don't know his name I, I, I don't know the person he was yeah. on a news station he had had it it was two or three times yeah. he had got it. So, but and he said it. He goes, but, but I those haven't got those the, are the, the odd, Those are the right. odd balls. Right. Those are the odd of, balls. That's part of it is you hear you hear the the extremes. Right. And it, again, like you said, it's uh, it's like when the Johnson and Johnson. All of a sudden, they stopped Johnson and Johnson because was it six people that had um, blood clots? Yeah. Call right. Well, and it was no higher percentage than normal. Exactly. When it, when it all, when Out of six million people, down, six million. That was a normal rate. Yeah, exactly. So, <coughs> I mean, there's pros and cons. I just. But here's the thing. So, unfortunately, whether you like it, that the government has. Oh, I know. F- I don't this disagree. Up so bad, it's not funny. I don't I mean, disagree. From from. Yeah. Did anybody? I think we talked about it, but when Fauci was drilling, or when Rand Paul. Rand Paul was drilling Fauci, the man was up there shaking. Now, if you were telling the truth, you don't shake; but you just tell the truth. But once again, he's been all over the place, and there's yeah. there's plenty of studies that go deadhead against what the freaking government has been saying off and on, and it it just comes and goes, you know, and and. Uh, you know, and unfortunately, people don't trust the government, and I don't either. So uh, it's, it's just one of those things. Right. Now, that being said, um, you know, first of all, first of all, Robin Robin te- was tested and had right. it. I had all the symptoms. Didn't test. I'm sure I had it. Right. We both we both went and got vaccinated anyway. Right. So, but I'm I'm not going to say anybody that doesn't go get it, especially young people. Okay. So, so except here's the deal: the Delta variant. Is attacking the young people. Well, I get that, but I, but I but I also understand that, uh, unfortunately, whether it's whether right or wrong, there's a lot of word out there about how this this no one knows what the long term effects of this right, will be. Right now, at my age, long term effects aren't as long. Aren't as long. Yeah, you know, <laughs> right. I, I mean, mean, it's 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 as opposed to 
a young couple that are right getting ready to start a family years. and stuff like that. That's yes. a little, I'd have to think about it a lot, lot differently if I was that age. That being said, um, I, I, uh, I, I don't think you know. I think all all the all the work up about the vaccine is is just that it it isn't going to hurt anybody. But I certainly understand people's right. hesitancy, and I respect it. And this is this is part of the problem is is when you've got so many people, including the president of the United States, totally disrespecting people's um, hesitancy. And he's he's just making matters worse with what he's yeah. saying. Call him stupid and 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 that kind of stuff. That doesn't help anything because you aren't you aren't given true statistics or science. Right, and th- that's You're been the problem stupid. with the virus from day one. You know, they tout all these deaths. Well, we know for a fact that all those deaths were just because they had COVID in their system. They, they died from a bunch of other things. Right. People who died in car wrecks, if they had COVID in their system, right. they were classified yeah, COVID. so the numbers are blown out. We know that. Right. right. And you and, go back. And then, and then why do you trust anything right. then? And, and again, so. Um, when if you go back to the president and vice president, both when they were running for the office, both said yeah. on news that they w- who was going to trust the, a shot that was made so quick? Who would ever get this? I wouldn't trust it. Right. And then just and now they wonder why seven they, months later. Yeah. yeah. Now they wonder right. why they're not hitting their goals of getting people vaccinated. Right. right. Exactly. They right. politicized it from the beginning to well, that's, try to. That's the whole problem. The entire virus is politicized. Yeah. It's not. Well, even now they. The the current administration wants to wants to make it a blue and red thing. Well, the fact of and the fact of the matter is 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 minorities are very low in their rate of they vaccination. They actually, I think, and, had the lowest vaccination rate. Right, and 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 so you know those people, generally speaking, uh, uh, tend to be uh, blue. Yeah. So here's right. So so. Then they get up in front of a mic and they try to make it a red and blue thing, and that is, that is, it's just not the case. No. So here's the other problem. Much like Dwayne, who thinks he's had it, so he has natural antibodies. They don't take that in account. How many there? There are probably there are millions and millions of people that do have the antibodies, sure, and aren't getting the vaccine because the antibodies are just as strong as the vaccine. Sure. That's science. It is science, but. <laughs> I sure didn't think. For me, I'll take that vaccine, even though I have antibodies. I, 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 I want. I'll do anything I can not to have go through what I went through, and not to catch it and pass it to other people. I mean, that's. But the thing is, you can still. You can, but your odds of catching it are less if you're vaccinated or have the antibodies. But not as much as just still transferring it. You can catch it, be asymptomatic, and still be transferring. But your it. odds of catching it are less. I see that. See, that's where the information I read was reading an article on it that was stating just the opposite and, about it. So, it's, well, and and the odds that if you should catch it with the vaccine and being hospitalized and getting deathly ill are way way less. less. Right, but you can still have it, be asymptomatic, not know you have it, I, and I, be transferring it. I think once again, and it's hard to, to determine, but I think those are minute cases that get politicized and blown out of proportion. This person has a vaccine. This person caught it. Don't disagree. So, you know, the other thing that's coming around is all, all of a sudden, again, we're talking about masking up, whether you're vaccinated or not. And I've got a real problem with it. And I think they're going to they're gonna get so much pushback, it's not going to be funny. Um, they already are starting to see some of that. So, uh, you know, people that aren't vaccinated have made their choice. People that are vaccinated made their choice. And to tell me i have to wear a freaking mask after i've been vaccinated i have a problem with that when they when they told you the science was get the get the vaccination and then you're safe so yeah right so there's no science well the president got called out on that yesterday i think right so he he made a speech trying to encourage vaccinated and he was asked a question he said you said if you're vaccinated you wouldn't need to wear a mask and he said, I never said that. Well, I'm sorry, buddy. So, look, you're talking about Joe Biden. I am talking about Joe, Joe Biden. Joe Biden can't remember what he said five minutes ago. <laughs> Much less five days ago yeah, or five right. hours ago. Sorry. So. But, 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 but here's the problem, that contradiction. Right. Well, I know. I, I agree. Right? I agree. There's the contradiction. It's and, and, constant. Then, and then he gets called on it, and he wants to freaking debate what he said and what he didn't say when it's freaking right. historical fact. 
but he gets right. called out for one second on it and then it's done and it never it, it nobody yeah nobody carries it on because they don't want to right. but but yeah so anyway i think you know f- for me it's less at this point for me it's less about the vaccination than it is about masking because I don't want to go back to wearing. I don't want to go back to that crap. I really don't plan on it. And uh, if there's businesses come up and start putting the mask, I'm not walking in them anymore. I'm just not going to. And I, my biggest problem with is the the threat of you're not going to be allowed to do this if you don't do this. Well, and I'm, fire. And I don't. I have a big problem with businesses firing people. I just showed Jeff a, on a Facebook. It was a Facebook meme or a post. A nurse was wearing, uh, carrying a sign. We worked the whole pandemic without a vaccine. Now you're forcing me to get one, or I'm fired. Right. Come on. Right. What would the hell would the hospital network do across the country if every nurse, doctor, whatever that Very wasn't true. vaccinated said, "Fine, I'm done," and walk out? Right. What would they do? Yeah. Because there's a large percentage of the medical population that isn't getting vaccinated. That's true. Because they don't trust it. So. Yeah. You know, there's doctors saying it's not safe. So, who? Which one is the correct one? So, <laughs> I'm going to go back to masking because that's my that's my issue. Right. <laughs> so, there's plenty of studies out there too. You want to follow the science? There's plenty of studies out there too. You say it's not healthy to wear a mask oh, all yeah. day long, right? Especially these cloth masks <clears throat> that people have made and that kind of stuff because they collect bacteria all day and they make they they can make you sick and there's been studies done that they really don't even help in hospitals medical, the n95 medical staff, medical yeah. staff the n95s are, do but that's not what that's the best thing you can get right. but nobody's wearing them. everybody's got a piece of cloth they've bought you know with right. i've got one with a logo but my even, wife even, got me with our farm on it. yeah so surgi- they do nothing even a surgical mask they're not n95s no even a surgical mask they've done studies there's been high-end colleges done studies you don't hear about this done studies to where even in surgical situations they really aren't freaking they aren't affecting anything okay looks good and they've they've done studies even through this virus situation where medical staff had a choice not to wear and and wear and they had fewer cases health problems not necessarily covid but fewer health problems of the staff that didn't wear masks right but you never hear that you're not going you're not, to. You're, you're not, not going, going to. So. There is no good. It's not. The problem is the information is passed on to us. is slanted one way or the other. And, and, and none of it is probably the truth, quite honestly. There's probably bits and pieces of the truth. But well, and again. That's how it's worded. Fa- right. You got Fauci leading the medical freaking supposed science way. And I, I lost faith in him last June. Okay, over not this past June, but last June right. of 2020. Yeah. Um, the guy's just all over the freaking map, and <clears throat> he's got too much ugly history behind him. I mean, well, how, so. how much money in this country was spent on hand sanitizer? <laughs> Who was it saying you can go to Walmart now or somewhere and get it for a dollar a jug oh, when it was 30? Oh, it was more than 30. I mean, when our office opened back up, you couldn't buy it. Right. I ended up getting it from our buddy Jim. Right. They started distilling ethanol to make hand sanitizer. Yeah. I mean, it was for a five gallon thing. It was like two hundred fifty bucks yeah. for five gallons, and yeah. that was a good deal. Yeah, our plant started making hand sanitizer because we use so much ethanol. Right, ethanol in our flavorings. We started making hand sanitizer, and and we were shipping it by the, by the drum full out to the companies that were bottling it up. I can, but anyway, so. The other, the other thing we're seeing in this currently is being able to get anything. Okay, so we can call it inflation or whatever you want. It really comes down to transportation, transportation shipping issues for yep. the most part. Um, some manufacturing issues, I guess. And uh, so while we were on our trip down in Kentucky, bourbon bourbon country down there. <laughs> so listen, yeah, if 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 you folks haven't, you know talking to the listeners if you haven't been down in the heart of bourbon country in kentucky it is freaking booming down there the bourbon the bourbon thing is it's it just what is going on and uh these distilleries can't make enough bourbon and they can't build enough uh rack houses to 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 put the bourbon for aging 
and and it so happened that uh, one of the distilleries was in the process of building a rack house which again is these humongous buildings that hold like 20,000 barrels 22,000 was in that one we toured that they rack up for aging um, and the insides is just just nothing but lumber right it's, if, it's, imagine or and if you're if picture this an erector set on steroids but right. all made of wood that's all what these projects are and then they put and then they you know put uh, metal you know big metal panels on the sides with windows and enough ventilation to not overheat the buildings but they how, had one how are the wood members put together they're bolted together big big freaking bolts that they bolt these wood timbers together with and what they and run out of <laughs> so they got one half <laughs> half built and had to stop because they can't get bolts and after you told me that i started as we were driving around looking you could see rack houses or lumber stacked up rack houses started where they may have the pole set and there'd be a sort of a layer started and that was it and i thought you know if one guy ran out of bolts i bet everybody down here is out of bolts so you've got a whole they get them from the same place right so you've got a whole industry you got construction workers you got the lumber places everybody just kind of gets put on hold because they ran out of bolts yeah we've talked a little bit of the odds and ends you you guys uh, in the automotive repair business have run into the problems with getting parts and and that kind of stuff and the long so when you guys came up did you look over at the kentucky speedway as we passed it yeah still full of still full of trucks because they're waiting on that chip still full full of ford trucks right I was listening to yep. someone tonight. They were talking about ordering a boat. If you want a brand new boat right now, if you order it now, they're promising they should have it to you by next Memorial Day. Well, I had a guy at work. I uh, was looking to get a motorcycle, and they're talking like October. If he's lucky, probably. I mean, I sell ATVs and UTVs, and we've been lucky to to keep a slow flow of inventory coming. Um, so I've had a lot more than a lot of places, but. Yeah, there's a lot of places that are six months to a year. If you want a, if you want a particular brand or model, and you're dead set and you go in, you have to put money down, and it, it's going to be six months to a year before you see your unit. So well, and so on our trip down the bourbon country on thursday morning we stopped at cracker barrel <laughs> that's where i we thought you were at, going first we stopped at cracker barrel <laughs> i think he was when we got sidetracked him <laughs> no i went to the bolts first but um went to cracker barrel and stopped there for breakfast and the guy brings out our water and immediately apologizes because he doesn't have any straws because there's a straw shortage yeah and he said we even sent somebody to uh, to sam's. sam's yeah we even sent somebody to sam's they don't have meter yeah that so was crazy. like wow so on the way back up we stopped at cracker barrel as well they had straws <laughs> they had straws but they didn't have freaking oatmeal yeah what the that's heck? my wife's favorite oatmeal? thing at a cracker barrel and i would no oatmeal i mean i kind of get that it may not be a great seller but oatmeal is pretty simple to make you know it's not like it's got a reasonable shelf life right so it's not like you you don't need to stack or keep you know a ton of it but you could keep some of it and it's a pretty quick simple meal to make but maybe it wasn't profit margin wasn't was there something else there they didn't have Mimosas. Yeah, no, mimosas. Well, that's Kentucky. It wasn't wrong. noon yet. Well, that's the same that's, thing in so Indiana. So mimosa, mimosa is a it, it's a breakfast. It's a, it's, it's a, bre- it's a breakfast, breakfast cocktail. Cocktail. But you can't get it for breakfast. You can get it for later in the yeah. day, but you can't get it for breakfast. I guess a late brunch on a Sunday, you can get it if you're there. <laughs> or a one o'clock lunch during the week. Well, yeah, it was all good though. But yeah, the shortage. Going back to the shortage, the shortage is is just going to get worse. Yeah. We're not we're not at the bad part yet. It's the bad part is yet to come as far as getting stuff. Yep. So although I, lumber has come back down to yeah, where it originally heard. was, so that is good for the building trades. Well, that's good for everybody because I mean, but if I, we can't get nails to put the lumber together, we're gonna have a problem. You can't get faster. Got some, got some gorilla glue. Yeah, <laughs> glue that stuff. Can't use screws because their their tensile strength's not good enough. Yeah screws will snap off in a heartbeat they yep. don't bend yeah so a 16 penny nail you guys know what a 16 yep. penny 1000 pounds shear strength in a 16 penny nail a screw about 100 really that's it yeah yeah screws just they shear right off huh didn't know that. I, knew I somebody I knew that. somebody had a pond put in they built a deck and they they had their runners run out and they screwed it all together and the two guys that built it walked out on the end of it and sheared, and and the whole top of the deck just dropped down to the yeah, top of the post because right they sheared right, they sheared them screws right off. Oh wow! Didn't know that. Learned yeah. something new yeah. tonight. I walked into a project a couple years ago, and they're like, "Yeah, we got this. All these walls put up as a rehab." 
and they were using you know two and a half inch drywall screws i said i got bad news guys you gotta take those out and put nails in and they were like no yeah, way yeah. get out of here building inspector walks in says the same thing so the screws just don't have tensile strength at all they, they shear in a heartbeat so well, i know they'll break they'll break off when you're screwing them in so yep. you get into something hard so makes sense i guess probably plenty of screws well, this is an educational show yeah it is yeah learn about drinking bourbon and putting screws in well i learned at portugal's five hours ahead of us <laughs> <laughs> it took me a while no, i'll never let hey, you wait live a it down did you hit the record button alan yeah we're recording we're recording all right well hell we're we're, we're one step ahead yeah so well guys anything else we want to talk about i'm ready for vacation well, yeah, again, ready to roll. we're ready to roll. We're going to get some. So, Dan, we talked about Dan Crossing a little bit. They've got tons of concerts all through the fall here now. They got Cheap Trick coming. Yeah. Uh, a couple other ones I Sarah, saw pop Sarah up. Sarah Evans. Sarah Evans. Yeah. Well, what's the one this weekend? Um, the three. Uh, it's the front men of country. Front men of country. And so, it's a lead singer from Lone Star, the lead singer from Diamond Rio, and the lead singer from. This is bad. Lone Come Star, on, you're the music guy. Alan. I know. You should know this. I saw it today, Restless, and I'm like, Restless Crap. Heart. Yeah. Lead singer from Restless Heart. Yeah, and don't forget that, uh, was it August? Uh, 21st. August 7th? Yeah, this podcast have, will be uh, out after that. Yeah, I know, but they're going to have uh, Little Big Town. Little Big Town. Little Big Town. And Little River Band's coming this year there as well. Coming later in August. Yeah, yeah. so go, I'll tell you what, I... Sometimes I regret liking places and posts things on Facebook because they bombard you with silly right. stuff. But theirs is pretty. Yeah, it's quick and, and it's information. It's pertinent information. It's you know bands coming, stuff coming, things are happening in the future. So go like them on Facebook and and you'll get the information that you know if you're thinking about going down there to find out what's coming and and know. Well, ahead again, of time. like we talked about in the in the pe- previous podcast with the dance and and the Bow Brothers is you know this. This Dan Crossing's going to be a serious destination place in a year. You know, they they're under construction for a lot of that stuff. And uh, I mentioned tonight when we got here, we were talking a little bit about it, and I, Mary and I were kind of talking about, you know, well, and there was a recent podcast we heard with the Bow Brothers and them down uh, with again with the dance, right? And uh, the local um, business coordinator for the county down there and uh economic economic development development. and and she referenced a spa okay so i knew mary would that would uh (laughs) light her eyes peak her interest a little bit but um she's got her hour book you know what i what what mary (laughs) three hours (laughs) yeah i mean we're we're talking about our next year's trip oh yeah crossing right but um the other thing that Mary and I were talking about is, you know, years ago when we were young, we would, you know, head down to Lake Cumberland, you know, make that drive down there and hang on the lake and maybe boat and water ski and camp. This is kind of like that getaway for us older people. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's, There's nothing it's, better. It's not as far. It's not as far to drive. Yep. It's a lot more relaxing. It's not as worked up. You know, you can choose to go to the music venue, I guess, if you want, if you can get tickets. And you go down to the lake, throw a line in the water, and catch some fish. Yeah. You can, there's hustle and bustle if you want it, right. and there's not if you don't. There's right. nothing better than walking down in the morning, making my cup of coffee. First morning, I was the first one out. I wasn't. Next morning, <laughs> I opened the, the door, and there's Jeff out on the deck. I mean, it's just relaxing. It's a lot like we were when we were in, uh, when we were in Nova Scotia, and then when Nova we Scotia. were all in Gatlinburg. It's just yeah. it's relaxing. It's a good. It's a. It. It's definitely a, a simple, quick weekend getaway where you, like I said, you can relax if you want, or you can hustle and bustle. I mean, you're right by Bardstown, so if you want to go do all the tours, you can go do a bunch of tours and then come back here and relax for the evening. Or it's. Uh, I think once it's done, that's a weekend you don't need to leave. You could go restaurant. Right. You got breakfast cooked at the house that we stayed in the bed and breakfast there. Oh, my God. The food was phenomenal. Again, it's just a couple hours away. Yeah. It's phenomenal. And 
you know, marriage gluten free, so they made it. They, they accommodated that. Accommodated well. that. Did a great job. We had some leftover steaks from a steakhouse. They made they, us they, they, warm those up with yeah. eggs after we'd already eaten all the French toast casserole. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was definitely some phenomenal food. So, yeah. so yeah, if uh, if your listeners, especially from this part of the country, um, you know, again, it's a uh, it's it you, you ought to check it out. Go on or you know look up uh, uh, Dant Crossing. And then uh, Log Still Distillery, that's going to be the name of their distillery down there, and see what all they got going on and coming up in the future. And, and again, we've talked about it in the last couple of podcasts, but, boy, I just it just was uh, such a phenomenal weekend that uh, I can't stop thinking about it. Well, and even you did talk about just local. I mean, world travelers. There's people from sure. all the world come over down to, to to the Bourbon Trail. So anybody traveling from anywhere, this right. is this could be a destination for you. Like I yep. said, to stay there and then hit the places around there. So, so what I haven't told you guys. So we I got we got home Sunday and I was beat, but I got the podcast all mixed down, got it out. So I'm relaxing on the uh, couch in the living room, and I, as in sleeping. No, I wasn't quite asleep yet. I was. It was close. only seven thirty. Yeah. <laughs> Mary. Yeah. Mary has a Mary different has a vote. So my instant yeah. messenger goes off on my phone, so I take a look at it. It's a gentleman by the name of Tim Dant, so he's related to Wally. Yeah. So first thing asked, he goes, "Your last name Stinger? Are you related to such and such Stinger?" So I have no idea who the person that's that Stinger is. I told him, "I look, I haven't yet, but." It was kind of cool. We talked for about 15, 20 minutes. His wife's from Columbus, Ohio. Uh, they live down in Tennessee now, I believe. So I don't know if it's Wally's, you know, uh, cousin, where the cousin or how yeah. it all works out. But it was pretty cool. You know, he listened to the podcast, really commented on the podcast. Well, and, uh, and we had tons of downloads on that podcast. Our friends, the Bo Brothers, they they uh, did pumped it out, a little pumped bit. It out yep. as well. Yep. Uh, and they actually used it as one of their podcasts, so it's pretty cool. Pretty cool. Yep. Good it's stuff. All good. It was a great weekend. So I just uh, can't encourage people enough that uh, just want to, you know, take a long weekend and it's a short trip getaway. You know, yes. from, from you know our tri-state area here. And you um, don't have to be a bourbon drinker either. My wife no, and you your wife no, are not bourbon no. drinkers, so there's still a ton of things to do. And Well, and, and another thing, and again, I think you know, we got this from Wally when he talked with us, and I, I heard him on another podcast talk about he, he really wants families down there. He, he, right. wants, he wants to see kids down there. Yeah. Come, they can go down and they can drop a fishing line in the lake, and 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 uh, there's, you know, they want to have stuff for them to do, right. for their kids to do. So you can go down there as a family, and you need a DD. So you gotta have somebody don't like bourbon. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's not there's not any Ubers down there. There's no Uber yeah. yet. So it's always good to take somebody that doesn't like bourbon as much. So that's right. Good deal. Well, I All think right. I think we've uh, wrapped it. Make we'll make this in a wrap. There we go. Sounds like a plan. So for cross the line fifteen twenty four. You notice I got that right. <laughs> And you hit the record button. They're yeah, two for yeah. two. Hey, did you notice I edited it? Edited, did you listen? I haven't listened to it yet. No, no I've been I got too busy. It, I got it in there. So what we're laughing about is I was feeling pretty good by the end of some of our podcast and down on, at Dant Crossing. It was after all that good monk, <laughs> yeah, that monk's, monk's road. And uh, I, I, so I closed the podcast out by saying, so for Cross the Line 24... <laughs> I'm Alan Stanger, and, and I didn't even catch it. These guys are laughing, <laughs> and they're like, "Did you know what you did?" And I'm like, "No." <laughs> so I had to do a little, have another drink. I had to put a little magic on that. So, but for cross the line, fifteen twenty four. I'm Alan Stanger with Dwayne Bischoff, Jeff Montag, and our invisible friend Reuben Hunt, and Table Twelve. There they are. We'll see table you next time. time. So what a fun time we had there. You know, we started a podcast with uh, the folks from the Umbrella Sky Project in Portugal. Then we ended up with a little podcast we did the weekend after we got back from Bardstown. We mentioned that we're vacationing in Key West. So not everything goes as planned. So as I sit here mixing this podcast, it's Saturday, August 7th. We should be in the air right now, getting ready to land in Key West, Florida. We're not because at 4 a.m. this morning we were all notified that our flight got canceled. So we're now flying down Sunday morning, tomorrow. So I'm sure you're going to get to hear a whole lot more about that. So for Cross the Line 1524 and Dwayne Bischoff, 
Jeff Montag, Ruben Hunt. I'm Alan Stanger. Thank you all for listening, and we'll see you next time. Pay no attention to the bottles on the floor. Okay, pretend well, I'll have just one more. I can't hear just one drink. And that's all I got now, don't you think? Pay no attention to the bottles on the floor. Okay, pretend well, I'll have just one more. Okay, pretend well, I'll have just one more. Yeah, give me one before you kick me out the door.